0: Welcome to the Art of Life Podcast. I am your host, Matt Ion, a.k.a. the Koi Fish Prophet, the Sensitive Sensei. We are on episode 6 this week, and we are talking about ethos and purpose. And I'm going to start off by saying, how do we define purpose? Purpose, very basic and simply, is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Now, I feel very, very lucky that I have been able to find my purpose in this life. And I talk about it all the time. It's the brand pillars of KoiFit. It is to inspire and empower people to create lives they love. Right? I'm so blessed to have been taught at such a young age how valuable life is, how short it is, how quickly things can change. And that has allowed me to live a life very full, to not take things for granted, to not let opportunity slide by to, to pursue the things that excite me and set my heart and soul on fire because mortality is something we all have to understand and we all have to experience right the only reason life is worth a damn and we have any motivation is the fact that guess what we're all gonna die right that is the byproduct of life we are all going to die and that's why it's like painful to like be depressed and stay in bed a day as you realize like i just wasted one of my limited numbers of days If we were immortal, it would be much harder to move ourselves forward, right? So I'm very lucky. Like, I want to inspire and empower people. And, you know, lately, it's been a lot of young men. At least once a week, I meet or someone messages me because the world we live in today is very, very polarized, right? And part of that is how we consume media and opinions. It's the social media aspect, right? Or the uh, social dilemma, quote unquote, where... Things that show up on our feed, whatever social media platform you're using, is based on engagement. Now, engagement is how many people click, how many people comment, how many people save, how many people share something, right? And what makes people comment, share, click the most is outrage. We as a society love to be outraged. And so, the consequence of that is the hyper polarizing people get more eyes on them. And so, they find their super fans. And when you're young and impressionable, and I talk about young men because I know what it's like to be a young man. I don't know what it's like to be a young woman. Not that this podcast is not for them as well or for, for men, women. It's for anyone who can find value, right? Who want to, you know, transform their lives and, and think I, I can teach them something about that because my life's been pretty unique and I've been blessed in that way because I've learned some really powerful lessons. But that dilemma is huge, right? And a lot of young men right now in society don't have anyone to look up to. Maybe it's their fathers or maybe it's, you know, their uncles, but not everyone's so lucky, right? And then all these big figures are super polarizing. They have really strong opinions, right? And I'm not even going to start naming names, but I know immediately people pop into your head where there's not a lot of, like, center-lined, rational people that are in our eyes right now. They're either very far on whatever side. And I truly believe I can be a great example because I wish... I had me when I was young I wish I could look up to who I am now it's kind of like what I talked about in one of the previous episodes now I go to like 45 year old version of me like what is that version of Matt how does he handle the situation right and I'm so so blessed to have that purpose but I also want to touch base that like not everyone needs to have that purpose right I get told pretty often like oh you're so lucky like your passion is your career and, and yes I'm very lucky but it's not what you think it is right like Everyone kind of at some point or not has had that fantasy of being rich and famous. And yet every example of everyone we know who's rich and famous is kind of crazy. They kind of talk about like all the consequences of being in the public eye and having this money. And you can't operate in the same way you used to. You lose that old life. And that's not always a good thing. Right? So for me, that's my purpose. And that helps me get out of bed in the morning. But your purpose can be as simply as experiencing this life to the fullest it can be having a family you know and and taking care of your family right because we are constantly interacting with each other and changing each other's lives right and something i've noticed for sure like i've been on the spiritual personal development path for a really long time and something i've experienced and i've seen a lot of people experience is kind of like this apathy this anhedonia where you like don't really like when i talk about life being empty and meaningless that's a really scary thing when you're like or if you go into existentialism and you're like the world is just chaos that's super scary and that can make you be just like numb to everything if you have an explanation for why everything is the way that it is you become numb and then i want to remind you that the most spiritual thing the most enlightened thing you can do is be present right we have ideas of what spirituality is supposed to look like or enlightenment is supposed to look like, and we're always going to point the finger. When we point the finger, there's three fingers pointing back, right? When you see someone who's like gone and done the work and they meditate, but then they also still eat junk food or, you know, they might do recreational drugs or they might smoke tobacco or, you know, they do something in line with that's not what we think an enlightened person would be, but why, what do we have any idea making that judgment? Right? So why are we defining spiritual as anything other than we are spirits in this vessel? We will have our interest, and we will change. Right? There are people that are like super self-aware, super spiritually aligned and inclined that have done the work, and that's still like watching really toxic reality TV. It's that detachment and that presentness. At least that's like my understanding of where I'm at right now. Where I'm at right now, like the most spiritual thing you can do is be present, and I'm not in a place to judge anyone because i don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes and that shit's so cliche but it's so real it's so present and the truth is we're all gonna do that right so finding a purpose for myself like there's a term in japanese called ikigai and i have a tattoo on my forearm that's a a promise right um forearms traditionally are places of promise that's why papa i had anchors like that famous sailor jerry anchor this is my understanding there might be people yelling in their car right now listening to me talk like that's not what it is but this is why i did it right like a place of promise so i have a a symbol in my forum which is a symbol of like the first really big martial arts school that had an impact on my life uh surrounded with like um a painted circle to me that means ikigai and ikigai is four things its closest english translation is your reason For being alive your reason for being your reason for getting out of bed and it's a venn diagram of four things That which you're good at that which you love That what makes the world a better place and that what allows you to make a living because we live in a world where we have to be able to make money and I think about this all the time like, you know, I'm always in the pursuit of money because that's freedom and Money is directly related to how many people I help like how much money I make means I'm helping more people Um, But if money wasn't a factor, most of the things I do, I would still do. I would still 100% coach. I would still teach private lessons. I would still be doing this podcast and sharing content that I think people need to hear um, because I think it aligns with my ethos. So um, what is an ethos? It's a distinguishing character, sentiment, moral nature, or guiding belief of a person. Right. I believe the Spartans were sweat more in practice bleed less in war and my ethos as I've talked about many times is to enjoy myself improve myself make the world a better place so every minute I spend of this life alive because my life is limited has to be in line with my purpose and my ethos well has to be is a big word because I try to make it that but it won't ever always be that we slip up we're human beings we're inherently imperfect But I do check-ins with myself, like am I enjoying myself or am I improving myself or am I making the world a better place? Am I doing all three? Am I doing two of the three? Sometimes I'm doing none, right? And that's when I need to evaluate myself and be like, okay, I need to change something here. Oh, I shouldn't be spending my time doing this because our will is limited. And like the most arbitrary choice is left or right. I question not which one I want to do. I question which one has in line with my purpose and my ethos right? Because uh, I'm learning more about business, right? I'm establishing a business. And business at its bottom level or entrepreneurship is about solving a problem, right? Finding a problem the world has, solving it, and then monetizing it. And that's kind of how I approach life. That's kind of how I became the man I wanted to be. And that's why I decided to become a coach. You know, I remember getting my first paycheck for teaching a class. I was like 18 or 17, and I was like, holy smokes, I've been like training my whole life. And now I'm getting paid to do this thing that I love so much. This thing I think about all the time that I won't shut up about. And, you know, what does it mean to be a coach? Because a good coach is not, not the most technically knowledgeable man or woman or person, whatever. It's not about, it's your ability to manage personalities and energy. Because every time you teach a class, you're doing a performance right because most things where you're going to go attend a class are going to be hard because it's something you don't know and you're trying to acquire knowledge or skill and so it's your job to as a coach instructor teacher whether it's yoga muay thai swimming is to share enough knowledge make it entertaining and make people want to come back for more and for that you have to be inviting you can't be intimidating you have to be um, creating an environment filled with love like Uh, The gym, one of the gyms I work at, we had a Christmas party over the weekend, and it's just so cool to sit and see how everyone interacts and the community that was built around this sport, like it's a Muay Thai gym, the sport that we all love. And that's a really powerful thing that like can bring all of us together. And that's what being a coach means to me. And that's kind of like my life path, right? My purpose and ethos have lined up for me to be inspiring and empowering people specifically through fitness and martial arts because that's how i transform myself into a man i'm very proud of being now the next thing i really want to talk about is a lot of problems in the world so i'm a lot of people's friend that they call when they have problems right um which i love to be that person i love to be that archetype i look at myself as uncle iroh from uh, avatar and someone called me that before i started calling myself that but that gave me permission to start calling myself that um, but most problems can be solved with communication and no expectations. Like empathy of being like, oh, let me put myself in your shoes. Why do you feel this way? What actions and words did I use that made you feel that way? And from there, you can kind of find a middle ground. Because so at the end of the day, no matter what your beliefs are, there are overlapping beliefs. Right? We all bleed red. And if we focus less on what we have apart and more what we have in common, that makes a huge kind of like accelerator to solving dilemmas. So when I was younger, young adult in my early 20s, I did a program called Landmark. It is a personal professional development program that's all about becoming a better human, like more inspired, more productive, lots of business people, lots of entrepreneurs, But I remember I did four programs with them. I didn't finish my last one. But one of the things they do is like, they talked about don't take things personally, right? Like most arguments happen because we make things mean something. And so I remember someone shared, basically him, he was in his, he was like 40, I think. The story is going to get real muddy. But this is what I remember from the story. He was like 41, maybe. And for his 40th birthday, they had a group of guy friends and they were all kind of drifting apart slowly. And he was like, you know, no one called me for my 40th birthday. And he was so hurt and upset by this that he kind of cut off those friends. And it had been almost a year now. And something we did in that program was clean up any unfinished business we had. So during that program, we'd have breaks to go call people and stuff. It was real, a little culty, but I found it very, very valuable. And he went and called one of his friends. And the conclusion to this, because he shared with the whole group, was, okay, we actually all worked really hard on making a video for your 40th and you didn't acknowledge it. And I guess things like from context, things had been tense. So the fact that he didn't acknowledge it, his friends were like, Oh, I guess he doesn't care about us. And from his perspective, he's like, my friends don't care about me. But what happened is this is how long ago it was. He went from iPhone to Blackberry and they, I messaged the video to him. So he never got it. And so they lost a year of that relationship because they took things personally and they made assumptions. Now, the language I'm using is pretty specific, and it's from a book that I recommend I think everyone should read. It's called The Four Agreements. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz. It's a very, very short book, and uh, I'm going to—spoiler alert, but you should still read it. There's four rules that they talk about that would kind of solve almost all of our problems as a society and, like, all of our relationships. The four agreements are to be impeccable with your word, to not take things personally, to not make assumptions— and to always do your best. And I kind of want to go and dissect each of these and how I try to implement them in my life and how I think they've helped me so, so much, right? Like, not taking things personally, when you, like, really objectively get out of things, like, it almost never has to do with us. Like, Road Rage is the perfect example where you get super pissed off. Like, uh, this summer I was, like, cruising, going to Squamish, listening to music, and, like, not paying attention. I cut someone off. I was 100% in the wrong and I remember he like pulled up and looked at me and I just looked over and I was like kind of waved like I'm sorry I fucked up like I know that was me and like his rage just went away because he thought I did it on purpose so like the intention so like he took that personally and like we all do it we're human beings we're going to be reactive right when you don't take things personally like if you go on a first date and it doesn't work out that doesn't really have to do with you it's not a match they lost out as much as you did. And, and sometimes you're like, oh, I'm unlovable. They hate our like core beliefs that are not so pretty. But the truth is like, usually has nothing to do with us. The next one is not make assumptions. And that story I talked about earlier with the guy's 40th birthday, like we make assumptions about people mean something all the time that is not what they meant, right? We're like not super effective communicators and emotions get in the way. And so like, if I'm unsure about something, Like, I'm going to ask, right? I'm not going to make an assumption that, like, he doesn't like me, you know? Or, like, uh, I went to a party and you didn't acknowledge me. And the person's like, yeah, like, my contacts fell out. I didn't even see you at the party. Like, so many things in life. And I'm sure, like, as I'm telling you this, you guys can think about examples in your life where you're like, oh, I really took that personally. That had nothing to do with me, right? Because that's part of the human experience. Um, Being impeccable with your word I was always brought up that like your word is everything that was something my dad really put into us when we were young like never break a promise you know your word is everything if you say you're going to do something do it because that's your reputation and that's how you show up in the world like other people will listen to you i mean let me think i want to say this how other people expect you to show up because humans will always make assumptions is how you're going to show up right and like we all have different groups of friends so think about all the different groups of friends and how you show up in each of them like I know my group of friends from high school like I'm the crazy one they all went off and like did very I mean they're amazing people they all did very normal things arguably as far as I'm concerned that's my opinion I could be totally in the wrong Um, but to that group of friends I'm always the crazy one but to another group of friends I'm definitely not the crazy one to another group of friends I'm like the level-headed one you know I'm like spitting spiritual life advice on a podcast like and those are all real versions of me but when you're impeccable with your word, it kind of makes everything a little bit tighter because it doesn't matter what your listening of me is. If you always know I do what I say and I say what I mean, then I get to show up that way. It's like a superpower being impeccable with your word. And it's something you can build, right? Like I was not good with punctuality when I was young. Uh, actually, I used to do this uh, interview where you'd ask people six questions. One of them is like, What's one of my weaknesses? And every single person I asked was like punctuality. I was like, oh, I have to solve this. And so now I like make it a point to always be early. Like if I'm not early, I'm late. Like I do my very best, you know? And there's people listening to this podcast like you were late, Matt. Um, but I, I'm way better than I used to be. And that's not how I show up in the world anymore because now I'm more impeccable with my word. And the last one is to just always do your best. If you always do your best, like all this advice I gave you through this episode is about saving energy and Saving overthinking and realizing like I I did my best. I couldn't do anything more, right? Like if I lost that fight, I did everything right in my fight camp, that man was just a better man tonight. And the same is true with no matter what you do in this world. If you're always doing your best, because you don't always have a hundred percent. You know? If like, you know, there's some personal stuff going on in my life that was difficult. I'm leaving for Mexico in five days to to go do my stuff out there and like things are super overwhelmed. And so like this podcast is the best that I have right now. Could I have prepared better? Yes, definitely. I got a little overwhelmed this week. You know, this is going up like I'm posting this a couple hours before it goes live or I'm recording this a couple hours before it goes live. And this was the best that I had. And I can acknowledge the mistakes I made this week and do better next week. And that's the same with everything, like all through growth. It's how you get learn to walk. It's how you learn to walk. You, like, do your best, you take a step, and you fall, and then, then, you know, a couple hours later, you take three steps, and you just keep doing your best, and your best gets better. That line gets further and further, and you get stronger and stronger and better and better at the, the way you're trying to show up. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, you know, from, you know, solving problems, finding, like, your purpose, which can just be existing, but once you are aware of what your purpose is, like, lining your decisions in life about, around that and your ethos because we all have like really strong values especially as adults like there's things we make our mind of they might just be still subconscious but if you ask yourself the right questions you'll start to figure them out and the better you get to know yourself the easier life gets the easier it is to make decisions the easier it is to set boundaries the easier it is to just exist and do better and transform into the person that you want to be and as per every single episode we're ending with a quote and i actually don't know uh, who wrote this quote Um, but I read it from Aubrey Marcus, so I'm going to claim it's him and hope it's him, but the quote is, everything is super important until you're sick. Then you realize there was only ever one thing that was important, your health. But nonetheless, we borrow from the bank of our health, taking loans on stress and sleepless nights to pay for something that doesn't really matter you know uh this comes out on christmas eve so i'm wishing you guys a very merry christmas if you celebrate the solstice just passed which means the days are getting longer summer is coming you know the dead of winter is kind of over or approaching its end and you know take this time to rest based on that quote take this time to recover let's uh next episode drops on new year's eve and uh, let's do our best to smash next year together. I'm really excited about the podcast. I truly love you guys. I appreciate you. You know, you're listening to me talk every week. It really means the world to me. I'm going to keep showing up. They say it takes about 30 episodes for you to get, really get used to it and find your stride. And uh, I think we're getting closer and closer to that every week. If you haven't already, please, please, please rate it five stars. It helps me grow this podcast. I really want to grow this next year. I really want this to be a big thing. And I think... It uh, aligns with my ethos. I think it makes the world a better place. I think I'm enjoying myself. And I think I'm also improving myself. And so I appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. One love. And I will catch you next week. Cheers.